Welcome back. This is the third episode of the Unseen Underground podcast. I'm your host, Unsung, at Unsung the Rapper on socials. My real name is... Today's guest is 30-something. Not his age, but his name. Uh, Originally from Chicago, part of the Tomorrow Kings. Now living in Rhode Island. Now part of the Rhode Island Psychedelic Tape Association. Associated with Filthy Broke Recordings. Some fantastic human beings in that collective. Um, The new album is out on Filthy Broke bandcamp.com you'll find a link in the information his new album super donut just came out this past friday november the 4th it is absolutely amazing uh beat tape instrumental album whatever you like to call it uh, just really really great music and today we're going to be digging into ufo sightings strange warps and losses of time alternate dimensions prophetic dreams he was also kind enough to share a photo of some ufos that he took which will be available on our instagram and twitter page it's really a lot to cover so we're just going to go ahead and uh, dive right into it uh welcome thank you so much for being my guest today thank you for having me man um you know it's it's nice to be stationary and not um traveling through different dimensions and stuff you know that's fair enough. Yeah. I bet that gets really tiring. Yeah, you have no idea. You have no idea. I appreciate you stepping into our realm. Yeah. Uh, or your realm. I'm not sure where you're from originally, but... Uh, it gets it gets botched, but, you know, I'm here, and that's what's most important. I can't wait to hear these stories already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. If you want to give just a brief introduction to yourself... Definitely. All right, so I go by the name 30-something. I've actually had a couple of name changes, you know, throughout the years. Um, I'm a MC, producer, sound experimenter from Chicago, part of a crew called Tomorrow Kings. And around, like, 2012, 2013, we released an album called Nigger Rig Time Machine. Amazing album, yeah, by the way. It definitely came out to mixed reviews because the name itself kind of threw people for a loop a little bit but at the same time they focused on the first word and not the second and third word and for me the second and third word was most important especially during the making of it because i would say you know up until that point i was probably an okay rapper but like the process of making this album and ultimately you know finding a way to make a time machine you know, definitely expanded my brain in ways that I can't even describe. But the only issue is that December of 2013, when we released the album, I don't remember that month at all. Um, I, I have pictures on Instagram of like a great release party. We uh, have pictures of being in New York with uh, Sketch 185 colossal structure at this show called your prog and it looked dope but i for some reason i just don't remember any of it that's kind of what happens when you mess with facetime continuum stuff you know you just got to be very careful with it so so you had some pretty incredible stories that you you briefed me on you know first off thank you for having me on the show because you know i love to talk about unexplainable phenomena Mm -hmm. i you know think that just in life itself a lot of times we deal with the easy things as opposed to the 
difficult and obtuse and you know strange things that happens around us one of my favorite sayings that my father used to always tell me is that i like my shit on the ground when i when he told me i was like nine or ten i was like i didn't really get it but then i kind of yeah. thought about it and i was like yeah if you saw a piece of shit floating in front of you you know you have a problem and you know i get where he's coming from but i kind of like to see shit float it just makes life a little <laughs> bit more interesting you know right speaking of which around that time there was weird day when i got sick and they had to keep me out of school you know um didn't know what it was i got like a serious stomach flu but then the next day i was fine right Mm -hmm. and then i go to school and come to find out i used to stay after school with my friend kyrill and his mom you know would like ride around with us in the back car in the back of the car riding errands or whatever and she drove like a uh it was like a, a Crown Vic, like from the 80s. Mm. And the thing was like a mm-hmm. tank, you know. Um, somebody T-boned her. And they T-boned her where the car itself, it looked like the juggernaut, it hit it or something. Mm. And metal was like jagged and like going into the back seat. And that's where I would have sat if I had not gotten sick that day. Wow. You know, after that, I started just, you know, noticing strange things. You know, I might like be out sunset in the park with like my older brother and then, you know, look up in the sky and like something that looks like a star start doing like zigzag patterns. And I'm like, what? Hmm. And, you know, seen that a couple times. And, you know, you don't think nothing of it because you're like nine, 10, 11 years old. But, um, you know, just seeing like orb shapes in the sky like just during like golden hour times you know standing on the train stop or whatever it was you're bored but you know you're just looking out and then you'll see something that's there and you see it like slowly cloak almost Mm. then i just started like looking for shit and you know a lot of times i feel like i would see it i mean i don't think i'm like the the sharpest tool in the shed per se you know i might have a couple screws loose whatever but i know what i saw you know yeah and um there's definitely some stuff that like got me on the path that I'm on now, just, you know, interdimensional travel and, you know, sound experimentation and all that. So now when you, when you see something like that, um, does your brain try to rationalize it immediately? Like you said, you, you don't really think much about it when you're, you know, 11 or 12 years old. Um, yeah. you just assume that it's whatever it is, is natural or unnatural, but it's not unusual maybe yeah exactly so when you're a little bit older uh and you see something like that or you see like that orb like you were talking about what 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 goes on inside your brain like do you do you try to rationalize it even if you you're thinking to yourself i know this isn't what's supposed to happen in reality right how do you process that when i was you know 9 10 11 you know i was reading comic books and stuff like that Mm -hmm. ultimately you look for things to to be more interesting than they are but then when you start seeing yeah. stuff and you're not even asking for it yeah then it's just like okay yeah shit's weird right and <laughs> so you just kind of i guess just go on on search for certain things mm-hmm. you kind of you know just start looking for signs and looking for you know to connect dots and stuff like that and you end up just turned into that meme of the guy from um always, always sunny. sunny yeah <laughs> you know 
trying to explain stuff, but you are talking to yourself in the bathroom. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, you, you try to do it in moderation. Well, and that's something that I've always been curious about because I, admittedly, I've never really experienced anything that could be considered supernatural or a UFO or anything like that. But to see that stuff without really wanting to or looking for it really intrigues me. Because, yeah. you know, there's part of you that, that assumes, you well, know, there's people that see ghosts all the time, you know, maybe that that's just really what they're into or, you know, they they feel like they can sense a presence, but, you know, it could be whatever, lead pipes or, or something like that. But to, right. but like you said, to see it while you're not asking for it, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's a really good point. Um, yeah. Because no matter how big of a skeptic you are, if you experience something firsthand whether you're the I want to believe person or not, you know, you, it's hard to deny that stuff that you see with your own eyes. Definitely. You know, this is this isn't my story, but I remember hearing Bootsy Collins do a podcast interview where, you know, he talked about hanging out with George Clinton. And I mean, that right there almost negates anything he says after that because <laughs> you know that they're both on some like serious substances. Sure, yeah whatever they're doing whether they're just trying to get a sandwich or they just right. going and make some music right. <laughs> yeah you know it's it's definitely a a, a, a unreliable narrator situation <laughs> but um yeah he's like they were driving and then you know they saw this light and i think they were like going from detroit to like canada or something mm-hmm. and then he said they looked at the clock and 30 minutes had passed but they were still in the same spot <laughs> it's just like whoa you know um but at the same time they probably burnt a lot of brain cells right, so they might have just right. out yeah you know, so who knows I, I mean it's true that those two things kind of go hand in hand not necessarily the the burning of brain cells but you know in in the maybe more reliable narrators uh sensing you know like saying something about time uh yeah time being manipulated in some way or having a loss yeah. of time rather yeah yeah that's extremely yeah. common on my instagram there is the first picture and you have to scroll years <laughs> you know been on instagram forever yeah i was at lake michigan you know just taking photos because i think i had just gotten the phone that i had well-made smartphone it wasn't a, a apple yet but it was a, a good android it wasn't like a shit one mm-hmm. um and I download Instagram and I was like, all right, I can, you know, take pictures and stuff. And so um, I'm at the lake with my then girlfriend and, uh, you know, took some pictures of her. She was in the lake. And then I kind of like look off into the distance. And this is like literally the sun. It just went down. And then I see like three dots and I'm like, OK, it's interesting satellites. And then they kind of like do some maneuvers. And so I took some pictures of them and um you know just kept it on there just so that i would know myself what they were whether anybody believed it or not and yeah it's just strange stuff like that man and you you have this on your instagram you said yeah yeah and it's it you know it's far off they look like they could be stars or something like that but the thing about living in any big city that everyone knows is that there's a lot of light pollution and right. so if you can see a star nine right. times out of ten it's not a star it's very true do you mind if i share that if i can i'll, I'll scroll for years if i can share that picture on the uh yeah, yeah, unseen yeah. underground yeah. podcast all right that'd yeah. be great yeah. did you want to go into a track now uh yeah yeah okay. um there's this one track 
Um, it was called WNUA for Myth, and um, it was basically you know I grew up listening to this this like easy listening jazz station because that's what my parents listened to in Chicago called WNUA, and um, I found a sample a couple years ago that reminded me of one of those songs that they used to play a lot, and you know I just kind of flipped it because it just you know the the quality of it just reminded me of you know childhood mm -hmm. and. Um, just wanted to flip it, see what happened. And then um, I was actually writing verses back and forth with Myth this last month, uh, Man the Myth. And um, he wrote this one verse and it blew my mind. And then like just reading it because we're sending it back and forth on um, Twitter message or whatever. I read it over the beat and it fit perfect. Gotcha. And I was like, yo. And then I sent him the beat and he was like, Yeah, it does fit perfect. <laughs> but then he wrote another verse. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't so, use that one. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, we're, gotcha. we, we still gotta like um figure that one out. Okay. But I but either way, you know, like I'm I'm just happy that he was inspired to to, you know, spit over one of my verse one of my beats. Oh, absolutely. So, love the man yeah. love man to myth. Yeah, man. All right. So we're going to listen to WNUA for Myth from 30 Something's new album, Super Donut. We'll be right back. kind of wanted to ugh, talk about dreams um mm -hmm. i don't know like uh like in the middle of the the the, the first quarantine so i think we had like a couple and you know we're kind of still in a pandemic whether people want to admit it or not mm -hmm. middle of the first quarantine artist poet singer songwriter who i like respect immensely named jamila woods she uh, posted up a thing on twitter she was like yo like 
you should keep a dream journal. At first, I was kind of like, oh, that's like hippy-dippy mumbo-jumbo. I'm like doing that shit. And then um, I had a weird dream the next day, and I was like, all right, got to write this shit down. It's not like something, Randy's diary or nothing, where I'm writing every night. It's just if you have a dream that stands out, you write it out. I think also with dreams, too, it's like there's, you know, certain recurring themes. There's certain things that obviously, you know, you see in your brain because of whatever you went through during the day or whatever. Um, I have a recurring theme in my dream, whatever, where I'm back in Chicago just trying to, like, live my regular life. Mm -hmm. And somehow I end up on the same block on, like, like, close to, like, 87th and let's just say King Drive or something. I'm always almost about to get jumped by you know some like random dudes who just want to start some shit Hmm. because when I was in high school that was like the thing that I worried about the most you know and it was a warranted worry and actually happened one time Mm -hmm. so you know that's just the the PTSD coming out you know you just got to be aware of that um, so now whenever I have that dream, I just go to the next block and then I'm in a different place. And that's pretty much how I deal with that. Um, but let's see, a dream that really stood out. I had a, a doom dream, actually, a, a MF doom dream, yeah. like a couple months after he passed. And, um, it was odd because it was it came out of nowhere um basically i met like some family members of his and they took me back to like you know his space and like his house you know where like a creative room and like on the wall were like um comic books like almost like paintings or whatever mm-hmm. and then they morphed into Muslim prayer rugs and you know anybody who knows about you know the life of uh, Daniel Dumoulay he used to sell prayer rugs when he was like in high school yeah. Um, yeah. you know part of the the religious sect that he was a part of which is like an offshoot of being Muslim and you know I believe that he you know considered himself Muslim until he passed mm-hmm. um, and that was just a really, really odd dream. And, you know, I'm leaving stuff out because, for one, just the details of it. Like, I wrote it down in that moment. And then I, like, forgot about it until I looked back into the journal, like, a couple weeks ago. Because some other crazy shit happened that I had to, like, write in the journal. But, you know, just dreams like that, you definitely don't know where the hell they came from. Yeah. Like, it's, some, you know. it's somewhere in your mind. Yeah. But it's not something you, you would parse through on a daily basis and be able to find bits and pieces of it just by thinking about yeah yeah that's that's really interesting part of it and then you know especially if you get up and you still remember it Mm -hmm. because a lot of times we'll have a vivid dream and then like you go get up wash your face eat some cereal and then it's gone completely you know yeah so recently about a couple weeks ago i had a dream and um i woke up like i woke up at like one in the morning like almost in a cold sweat like what the fuck and I tried to find my journal. I couldn't find it. And I went back to sleep and then woke up at like seven when I regularly wake up. And it still was vivid in my head. And I just was like, oh, shit, I just got to write this shit yeah. out. Yeah. Um, ultimately, 
I had a dream about like uh, someone very close to me being involved in like some type of like um, like ritual situation, mm-hmm. and I, it was the the thing that was most interesting about it was that I couldn't be I couldn't be involved and like literally in the dream there was like people um, basically partitioning me off from being involved. And I'm just like, that's kind of fucked up. And ultimately, like, I got to see, you know, part of the ritual at the end. And it just looked weird as fuck. Like, it was like something, like, they was on brown acid from Woodstock or mm-hmm. some shit. Like, under a canopy, like, all in mud and just, you know, being weird and shit. At the end, I wasn't even, like, mad or felt like I had FOMO. I was just like, this is what the fuck y'all was trying to hide? Mm-hmm. And then I woke up, but ended up having to write all that out. And then that person called me the next day because they took a trip to New Orleans or whatever. And they told me, you know, yeah, I was in this this um, this ritual and stuff. And I kind of had to act like I didn't know. And, you know, the whole thing was just like, like, for one, why would you sign up to go to a, a, like a ritual ceremony in New Orleans, especially if, you know, you don't fully know what the fuck you're doing? So so you dreamt about it while it was happening in the I proximity feel like I did. in prox definitely in proximity it was the same night wow definitely the same night and i got like the time stamp all of that shit to prove it huh because it was just too vivid otherwise you know yeah. like with dreams you know the difference between just like weird up to like you know you're back at high school and you know and you're in your underwear like that's right. just it's whatever you know but like some shit that's like that you don't know where it came from right and it just pops in your head especially so, especially like a strange ritual that you don't understand the purpose of and to find out that somebody was exactly. involved in a strange ritual yeah that's really exactly bizarre. <sighs> my life's weird yeah absolutely we'll play another track and then we'll be okay right back is there a song in particular you wanted to throw on man i'm since we're talking about dreams i guess you know neil sandman um that yeah one. i love that song yeah. yeah like i said it reminds me of the uh it could be an intro for class of newcomb high or some kind of like uh yeah. uh usa up all night you know just like exactly. weird b sci-fi movie i absolutely love it all right we're gonna listen to neil sandman also from super donut we'll be right back get the fuck up you hear me um i'm, I'm sorry to bother you but i need to talk well, to you hold on awesome. now is this some negative Cause if it's negative, I, I can't even deal with it right now. I'm, I'm a broke, pissed off nigga from Chicago for some
Once again, thank you so much for being on the show tonight, sitting yeah, on the couch with me. I really me. appreciate, oh, it. appreciate it. it. Absolutely. I love yeah, those man. shoes. Steel um, toes, man. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Gotta be prepared for anything. Uh, you ever see the TV show Fringe? Love Fringe. Absolutely. I think it started around the time that we started writing Time Machine. And, um, you know, just the idea of, of basically seeing other versions of the world you live in and, you know, seeing other versions of yourself and, you know, just being able to access that, but also the dangers in that and, you know, the, the side effects or what have you. Um, around that time we wrote this song, tomorrow Kings wrote the song called Robert Davis and the robots. Mm -hmm. And, uh, on the third verse, I wrote a verse about time traveling because you know we kind of touched on it a little bit like a couple hooks couple bridges whatever but i was like you know what let me just actually write about what it would feel like to time travel yeah. and the weirdest thing happened when recording this verse um a second like overdub of my voice kind of happened and it was kind of like a half second off beat like almost like it was a different like delivery pattern mm -hmm. but for some reason we couldn't delete it like it just the recording of it it stayed and the next time that i remembered some shit was like a month after and it was like after the release party and you know right. all these pictures i see of you know the show and us being in new york and so all this shit so um you know, I kind of had to recuperate after that, you know, because I was like, what the fuck just happened? You had this this second overdub that you did not record? Yeah, I don't fucking remember recording it. Like, wow. it's literally, I just remember recording the main vocals, and then on playback, the overdub happened. The engineers kind of shine up. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is that? Like, I, we, we're not paying for that, man. He was <laughs> like, yo, I'm trying to get it off, but it won't come off. And and then like um, Sketch heard it and he was like, "Yo, that's kind of dope. Like maybe we should keep that shit." And I was like, "But I didn't mean to do it." And it was right. like, "But it actually, you know, never heard anything like this before." So it was like, "All right, whatever." So we kind of voted and everybody was like, "Let's keep it because it, it just sounded cool." Yeah. So I was like, "All right, fuck it then." Yeah. <laughs> that's know? wild. You would think that you know somebody who like has a studio and like has like a, a licensed version of Pro Tools right. who actually like right. we're paying right. and knows what they're doing would know how to delete a fucking uh, a vocal track. Yeah, but yeah. It be but that was the crazy thing. Like looking at the weight, it was only one vocal track, but there was like an extra wave within the wave, and I yeah, it's like yeah, it's weird shit, man. Real quick. All right, because uh, I just I just want to set the record straight. Um, there's mm. somebody impersonating like uh, a rap name that I used to have in like the 2000s, and it's kind of weird. Um, basically, I used to go by uh, MC name Ill Subliminal. You know, I got the name off of scenario by try call quest um you know q-tip mm -hmm. is pretty much like my style father and you know this was just when i was like just coming out of high school you know just really running around chicago stuff like that 
And then I joined Tomorrow Kings and I, you know, between that and just a couple of things in life happening, I kind of evolved out of being ill subliminal. Cause also just the idea of, of calling, you know, yourself sick minded, you know, especially in, in the business we're in where like the words that we say, you know, often come true. And I was just like, yes. yeah, maybe I shouldn't be sick minded yeah. anymore, especially, you know, being in Tomorrow Kings and just like we it was definitely more like dense lyrics. And I was just like, all right, mm -hmm. I need to, you know, just kind of like get in the hyperbolic chamber, go up a level super saiyan that I wasn't before. So I kind of like dropped that name. And so it's, you know, tripping me out in the year of 2022, uh, somebody's choosing to like heckle me pretty much online with this name and it's just like who the fuck right. is this dude and then you know it's like songs popping up you know with uh jesse the tree and stuff and they're like recording and it sounds like me but i'm just like who the fuck is this dude definitely fooled I'm, me you know i'm, I'm trying yeah. i'm trying to figure this out you know what i'm saying and i'm trying to be cool about yeah. it you know because you can't just be beefing online, you know, it's, it's like there's no class right. to that, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. This guy's convinced that he's me. Also, just to let you know, like time travel, dimensional stuff, it's possible that stuff like this can happen. So you just okay. you just got to be careful. But I got to find this dude and just, you know, figure out either you need to shut the fuck up or, you know, there can only be one of us. We can get on our Highlander right quick. So do you do you think this other person exists in this uh dimension this time i mean it's weird man um i, I don't want to um evoke voldemort's name but you know the dude who now owns twitter um i'm gonna call him apartheid clyde right. you know right. i don't know what the fuck because he you know fired half the staff and you know there's all types of weird shit that like you know fucking billionaires are doing I mean, even to the point where, like, right. I don't know if you know this, but, like, time is actually speeding up, man. You know, like, days are going faster, nights are going faster and shit. Um, I remember there was, like, some machine that was, like, in, what, Switzerland or some shit that, like, they were experimenting, trying to, like, um, split some atoms or something. The Large Hadron yes. Collider. Yes. Yeah. And then shit yes. got weird after that. That very weird. In fact, that was right. around the time when this right. dude started talking shit about me on Twitter. Being a guy who was in a crew where we named our album, you know, a time machine, and you know, we figured some stuff out. Um, I don't even know I should be talking about this shit. They might get mad, but okay, you know, either way, we figured some shit out. You know what I'm saying? And for me, I kind of had to like step back, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna work more on on the beat side, and. I did that, and now that I'm coming out with beats, like now all of a sudden a variant wants to come out and like start talking shit, and it's just like, damn, man. If I can help out in any way, please let me know. Definitely, no. This yeah, this is yeah. helpful. This is helpful yeah. because people need to know. Yeah, you know this will this will go out to tens of people, so at least yeah. somebody will will be able to catch on to this. Yeah, like I want I want it, I want him to keep going because I just want to see what the fuck he's gonna do. You know, because you don't want somebody like this just running around and you don't know where they're at or what they're doing. It's so, true. Yeah. Keep your enemies close type of situation. Exactly. Should we tell them where to find this person at? His handle is it's just his name. So it's I-L subliminal. Okay. And, um, you know, that was the way that I used to spell it back then. Hey, thank you so much for coming out tonight and uh, 
yeah. driving around with me and in the couch car i really appreciate it yeah man um thank you for having me once again 30 something you can find his album on filthy broke rex and you'll have all the links for that and go check out the new album super is it super donut super donuts Uh, super donut just one so just a real quick real quick explanation yeah because I don't want anybody to think I'm being sacrilegious, okay? Definitely a huge influence, and, you know, shout out to the Yancey family. You know what I'm saying? Illa J is definitely, like, keeping his brother and their father's legacy alive mm. with the work that he's doing. Absolutely. Like, Illa is dope as fuck. Yeah. Um, this was inspired, like, a, a friend of mine, uh, she goes by uh, B. Capri Black Rose on Twitter, she posted up a box of super donuts and I hadn't seen a super donut since I was in high school. Cause that was like, you know, what we ate in high school mm-hmm. for breakfast right. and you know, they were nutritious. Yeah. If you ate them correctly, right. you had to like drink some chocolate milk with them. If you didn't eat them correctly, you would choke until third right. period, you know? <laughs> and, um, just seeing that, I'm like, did you just like rob a public school? She was like, no, I just ordered them. I was like, fuck. And that just, you know, all of these memories of, you know, just breakfast in high school just popped back into my head. Right. And and then I was like, man, I wish I'd dedicate this um, beat tape to to Super Donuts and just call it Super Donut. And, you know, just because it's, it's filling and it's nutritious, but at the same time, it might choke you the fuck out. Well, we're going to uh, end with a song from Super Donut. Is there anything yeah. in particular you had in mind? Uh, I think you should probably just play the title track, the last song on the Super album. Donut. Let's Super Donut. Let's do it. Super Donut. All right. Yeah, man. Thanks so much for your time tonight. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. All right. For sure. We'll leave you here with a Super Donut from Super Donut. All right. And we'll be back exactly. next week. All right. Thanks again. Thank you.
Bugs.